Welcome to Emergency Contact, the podcast where people tell good stories about bad injuries. My name is Brian Russo, and with me today is Andy Fitch. Hey, everybody. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor as well, uh, but I am a World War I historian <laughs> named Dan Carlin. <laughs> That's not true. I'm not Dan Carlin. I'm Dan Carlin. Andy's Dan Carlin. Today, <laughs> we're going to be talking about World War I. Today, we're going to talk about the injuries of World War I. Uh, Last week, we were talking about the Civil War, bone saws. Bone saw McGraw. <laughs> R.I.P. Macho Man Randy Savage. No one knows what we're talking about. Nope. This is all going to get cut out, but not really. All right, should we get to our guest, Andy? We might as well. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, today, a good old friend of mine, uh, I've known her for all of eight hours, nine hours. Something like that. It's Whitley Watson. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, that is you. Good job. <laughs> uh, you might know Whitley from uh, her indie team, Ice Cold Milk. Yeah, yeah? Ice Cold Milk. Uh, it's just very quiet, polite improv. Oh, I could describe it. Yeah, and it sounds really refreshing, <laughs> but not someone with lactose intolerance. Uh, and also, uh, she's in a new Hard Times video, Punk Rock Speed Dating. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Punk Speed Dating. Oh, it's uh, Ben also- Corman. Um, wrote it, and uh, so I just and helped Dan, him out. And Dan Carlin narrates and it. And Dan Carlin narrates it, <laughs> and it's World War One <laughs> punk sort of crossover-based. Time's up, switch chairs. <laughs> <laughs> so Whitley has a, a story for us, and uh, we're going to let her tell that story right now. Okay, so just setting the stage, it's 1995, Belgium, Brussels, uh, I'm there with my mom, who is, uh, she's installing databases in this computer system. Ooh, so we're like traveling. Early computer systems. Yeah, basically when they're turning over and it's becoming a big thing, she gets to kind of go around the world and help them put these systems in. It sounds like the precursor to like Mission Impossible or something like that. What? That, <laughs> that, oh, that's that's the beginning of like a... It's the precursor a, to a like kayak.com. Okay. Just like, okay. <laughs> it's a precursor to snood. <laughs> Just basically so they can do all the reservation stuff. So you went with her? I went with her. Um, and so doing a lot of just like sleeping under desks and like being very quiet all day. Um, and so as a treat. Do you mind me asking how old you were at the time? I was like five, okay. six years old. Yeah. All right. I was just thinking like, oh, if she's older and sleeping under desks, that might be a little weird. No. Just like come in in the morning, like make a small child's bed under your desk, and then they just lay there and like read and stuff. <laughs> and they occasionally like roll me up in packing materials and that kind of thing. Oh, um, all right. But <laughs> it's like sort of boring. So one day they like her and some of the people she works with, they're like, well, we'll go out to this like little uh, fun land in Brussels, and they have like go karts that people took really intensely like oh, slamming yeah. yeah and then they had like a miniature city that you could walk around and then they had um this maze it was like a glass plexiglass maze that they constructed so you kind of watch people going through it and it's really fun whatever was this at the the go-kart thing or was this like just yeah like a general... some kind of like fair oh, okay. carnival yeah. thing um 
And so we're like, oh, we'll do this. And we get in line and we go in and um, we're going through the maze and I can see my mom on one side and like one of her, this guy, Terry, is her friend. So I see him whenever we're going through it. And um, you weren't going through it together? No, we get like separated. So I kind of. Your mom's like, keep up. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, oh, I guess the plan is we'll all go different ways. And then, yeah. So we're going through and you can see everybody outside looking and stuff. Kudos to your mom for giving a five-year-old that kind of responsibility and. What, going through a maze? Like, find your way through life. (laughs) Yeah, just like... That's independence. You don't see that much anymore. These helicopter parents and all that. They have those drones following their children all the time. Honestly, I would not be surprised. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, by comparison... Everything she described prior to this was under a desk, where she knows exactly where her daughter is at all times. And now she's like, I can still see you. Go ahead in this maze. I'd say a glass maze is the opposite of being under a desk, maybe? Yeah, probably. (laughs) <laughs> I, feel like it's, I feel like I got a lot of like free reign, you know, because I walk around offices and like look at computers and stuff and like Steal also the knock list. <laughs> yeah. This whole time I had on I, uh, a hard rock Brussels jean jacket okay. and like a button up shirt. So I look like a small, like androgynous, just like biker child <laughs> in Brussels. <laughs> and um, so anyways, we're walking around and I get by myself and then I see Terry my mom's friend and he's like waving and doing like goofy kid stuff and that excites me so much that I like just took off running and I ran directly into a glass wall there's no kind of markings (laughs) or anything and just face first um and I knock out a tooth and so uh my mouth is bleeding my mouth is bleeding everywhere. Terry is like horrified because this kid is now <laughs> crumpled at his feet and he can't, he can't do anything about it. This glass wall is like pressed against this glass wall. My mom is in another portion of this glass maze so she can see me but also not get to me. <laughs> and I'm crying. And then also everyone outside of the maze can see us and not help or do anything about it. And front row to this terror in a child's life. Yeah, what, be, what was fun becomes this like horrifying trap where now I'm <laughs> bleeding in a maze and have to get out. And uh, yeah, and so I, once I realize that, I kind of break down in horror. Oh, of course. Yeah, because it's crazy. It's suddenly like, oh, this was supposed to be like fun. And I see now the... <laughs> well, how this could go wrong so quick. How this so could quick. go horribly wrong. Um, uh, I don't remember like getting out of it even i don't know if they had some kind of like attendant or something with like locks to it i think they had to work their way through the maze to like find me so it becomes this like 20 minute uh expedition everyone's yeah it's a rescue mission at that point imagine if it was like now with the cameras i could see it being like this very horrible event just small child trapped it would have gone viral. Yeah, That's definitely. Sure. <laughs> like, no no gorillas have to die, but just still. <laughs> Although, you know, it would have been pretty cool if they had smashed one of the walls to get through. Yeah, if they're just breaking down yeah. plexiglass, cutting like so, Someone has, like, an axe and they're hitting the wall. They're like, just hold on. Yeah, and then they have the, the, like, great ending news shot where they're pulling me through the <laughs> glass hole and I'm just still crying. There's blood all on my jean jacket. <laughs> but, uh. I got out and like I had this tooth that was half in. Oh. So um did did it get like smashed up into your roof or your no, mouth? No, it was like dangling. Okay. Like barely still in there dangling. So it's like I had to get ripped out uh-huh. and like everybody's 
I guess all these guys she's working with don't have kids. They're all squeamish. My mom's really afraid of blood, so she's like. Wait, the guys are nearly, squeamish. Yeah, they're like really squeamish. They huh. don't like want to. It's also I guess it's also weird. Like, uh, you don't yeah. have any kids. You're you're like mid twenties, and someone's like, oh, rip this tooth out of this small child's <laughs> put mouth. Your yeah, put, yeah, mouth. Put your hand in my kid's mouth. Yeah, put your in my kid's mouth. It's all right. Yeah. Don't put a glove on. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, just do it. So there's one friend of hers that did have some kids ended up like ripping my tooth out. Oh. And, yeah. You know, it's been so long since I've lost my baby teeth and I can still remember like how that felt. Like when it was like the string of yeah. like You're the just, tooth. Like, tonguing it. Yeah, yeah. It's like twisting around. And, oh, like, yeah. You could like move uh, them yeah. up and down. And you're, yeah. uh, if I just turn it enough, it'll come out, but it hurts. It, ugh. See, like the blood wouldn't bother me. That like tendon, yeah, like that, that connective tissue. That that weirds me. Do out. you ever feel like your tooth are le- like loose now? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I feel <laughs> that I'm trying to like move them around yeah. and yeah. I feel insane. I do. I'll, I'll like brush my teeth and then I'll like kind of like think about it and I'll like start wiggling it and I can't tell if it's really moving or not. <laughs> yeah. And then oh, I freak out that I, now slipping. it's actually loose because I was wiggling it with yeah. my fingers. I'll do that where it's like it's slipping across the tooth and I'm like, oh, wait, is that moving? <laughs> Am I losing my tooth right now? <laughs> Also, like, I feel like sometimes my teeth are, like, sh- like crowding and shifting. Well, that happens, yeah. Yeah, but it's just so I'll just stick my thumbnail, like, between them. And I was just like, I'll and just sit like this for an hour, and hopefully that'll reverse <laughs> the, this trend. I don't know why people bother with braces. I got quick braces right now. Just push it. Yeah, just push it. Like, I don't have money for <laughs> dental work, so I'm just going to push this and hope that... Now, did, did you guys ever... Did your parents ever have to do, like... The string around the tooth to a doorknob, or is that just in movies? Uh, I know people who had done it, but the, my parents never did it. I had a, my step grandpa like got some like massive pliers one time. Oh shit! Just like for the fear factor, <laughs> and he like worked on a farm. He had these wait, like wait. massive. <laughs> for the fear factor, he wanted to instill fear. In yeah, you. <laughs> he just like he was a very like bombastic dude that was just kind of like yeah, fuck everybody, and so he just and like thought that was awesome. <laughs> I mean, it is pretty awesome, but I don't know if I'd do that to a kid. <laughs> I actually don't remember how a lot of teeth came out. <laughs> maybe that. Maybe that's why someone just, just clocked you in the head. Well, I mean, like, I remember, I think, just, like, pulling them or something. And I remember going to dentists and having them essentially, in essence, putting a toothpick under the tooth and just kind of, like, prying it out. Yeah. Well, that, I think that's how hey, I... You would go to the dentist to get your... Well, it would just be like it would be super loose, and, and like it's coming out. It wasn't, anyway. but it wasn't coming yeah. out like with any means oh. in the household. So, like, we would go to the dentist, <laughs> and he'd take this like flat orange toothpick, essentially like numb the area a little bit, and then just like pop it out and like put it in my hand. This this yeah. might be like queasy for people to to hear, but like what I used to do was I would put my finger in the like backside of my tooth, and I'd get like a ridge, and just like pull it. So it would go forward and it would be on a hinge, like on the front side, and then I would rip it to the side. <laughs> so if you're eating lunch, Sounds of- <laughs> have fun with that. <laughs> that was pretty tough. Like, I don't I remember like purposefully working at my teeth, whereas like I feel like most kids would shy away from that. You're like, I need some quick cash. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Those um, gumballs aren't going to buy themselves. You're a gumball kid? Well, I mean, if it was around, I guess I was a bubblicious kind of yeah, kid. Yeah, man, you, I was I was all about that or like bubble tape. I'm six feet of bubble gum for me, not you. But in general, like I don't, know, I didn't like. I was never a jawbreaker kid either, which I think saved me from like a lot it's of a certain personality lost, type. Yeah, but like I know kids who lost 
teeth okay. because they would bite into it. They'd like, yeah. you know, they'd work on one side for like two days or something and it would, you know, go down a couple layers and then they'd bite on it thinking it was like soft enough for... Oh, see, you know, I never went for big jawbreakers. I usually went for like the everlasting gobstoppers. Like, see, in the that's not a jawbreaker box. though. But they're like mini jawbreakers, like right. the hard one. Not but the you can one. you can bite into those. I'm talking about those like giant like yeah, white, the, like egg white speckled rock ones. Thing. Yeah, yeah, the one that's like you can just fit into your mouth. And Do they that's taste it. good, or is it just it's, the? Challenge I think it's factor. just like sugar. I didn't like it, and also I was, I didn't like the taste of it. I didn't like that I couldn't chew things. I always like chewed stuff. Like I would bite into popsicles and ice cream and stuff. I've never that kind that, of kid. That makes me like cringe. It's like nails on a chalkboard, like biting into something cold. Um, <laughs> I, I talking about the jawbreaker and people chipping their teeth. Uh, I used to get detention a lot in school. You know this, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> I was a bad boy, bad boy for life. You're a tough bad boy. And uh, I I would get like those little boxes of uh, everlasting gobstoppers and. I forgot my teacher's name, but it was a math teacher in high school. And I was like giving people these gobstoppers. And she's like, what do you got there? I'm like, oh, it's, it's gobstoppers. It's a, it's like a hard candy. And she's like, oh, okay. Can I have one? I'm like, sure. I hand it to her. And I, <laughs> was I this see in her, detention or in class? This is in detention. Okay. Uh, so it was like me and like four or five other like bad guys. <laughs> not, <laughs> not like super villains. Like robbers. And <laughs> Just tough thugs um, hanging out. Greasers. Blo- Blofeld was there. Uh, but I handed it to her, and like it was this thing where I could kind of see it happening before it happened, where she like put it in her mouth, and like now that I think about it, it, this probably didn't happen the way I'm remembering, but like I could see her mouth open and then start to close, and I was like, no, 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 you don't bite it, and like <laughs> crunch. And she, I don't think she chipped a tooth, but she was like in a lot of pain from it, and she was like mad at me, and I'm like, come on, I said it was hard candy, but I guess that's on her. You think yeah. it, you would. If you've never eaten something before, like put it in your mouth and do some exploratory motions before yeah, you go straight right? to like you chew. Don't, it's like it hits your tongue and you bite into it straight off. No, you. It's like a cartoon where someone's throwing it back and then yeah. like chomping it. <laughs> um, I was kind of hoping that was why you got detention. No, oh, that would have been pretty great. No, I, I probably didn't do my homework or I used to do this thing where I would slide into the classroom baseball style like i would <laughs> i would wait for uh, uh in your stomach or on your legs uh i think it started i started on my leg and i went to the stomach because it was more funny so you went, you went from like second and third base slide to home plate slide. <laughs> yeah i went home plate slide but like i never quite made it straight through so like sometimes my like rib cage would hit the side of the frame <laughs> or like but i think i got in trouble a few times for doing that. I got a um, detention once for refusing to do the YMCA. Wow. At school. <laughs> During lunchtime. Um, they're like the they policeman would, from they're like, the yeah, village people. You know it's fun to do us. the YMCA. Group order. <laughs> Our agreement is what keeps society running. But they like had a jukebox and they made everyone do it. And I was just like, like a shitty, morbid, small child and so I was like I'm not doing this this is dumb I'm not doing this and the teacher like the our principal Dr. Grogan was just like this very flamboyant woman and took it as like an affront she's like so just go to the office and then I just went to class and then she called me back to the office and she's like why didn't you come I was like because this is school and I'm trying to learn that's a good <laughs> it was move. like the most shitty kid thing she like this is really, absurd she can't really argue with that she's like yeah why are we doing the YMCA <laughs> Um, all right, so 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 back to the story. Uh, was that? Uh, yeah, just blood trapped, 
So did what happened after they pulled the tooth out? Did uh, did you go to like a dentist or a hospital or anything? Or you just get no, taken home? No, I mean it's just like oh, it's out now. Guess that's done with. It can't like put it back or you know. Have you been back to any mazes? Any no mazes avoided. Honestly, I, I can't say I've ever been in a a big maze. A corn maze? No, I don't think so. I I don't know what don't the know appeal. Is I think it's like a chance. Well, you know, everyone does the escape the room stuff now. That that's kind of like the same. Yeah, thing. but there's but like more clues in- and hints, yeah, and you get intellect. to like use your brain. I feel like mazes is just like I'm gonna choose to be lost. Yeah, rats like do mazes. <laughs> did you keep doing stuff at the at the theme park, or did? Oh you? yeah, like, like that day. The, yeah, we also did. I was telling you about like the bumper cars that were like way too intense. They were oh, like yeah. a, it was like more of an adult thing there, and so I'm like in this bumper car driving around. And then, like, starting getting slammed by, like, these adult people, and I'm, like, stuck in the middle, and they're just taking every opportunity to, like, slam it. So, again, like, one of my mom's friends, the same guy ripped my tooth out, ran across the, like, bumper car arena and, like, jumped in the car to, like, pull it back. He commandeered a car. Yeah. (laughs) He was, like, my hero of the day. (laughs) That's... I used to do this thing at bumper cars where I would just try and avoid getting hit the entire time. <laughs> it's really hard, but like... Well, we would also do the thing where we would pretend like we were driving on the road and yeah. get mad when people would like cut us off. Yeah, I'd us. ask for people's like insurance information. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like little kids that don't know what I'm talking about. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, the best part was when there was like an adult with I their the kid right away. in the passenger seat and you like yell at the adult. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, are you crazy? Signal, all right? <laughs> and they, they, they kind of like get mad because you're the one who's like really acting out, but you, you're accusing them of it. The only time I've had that, like a similar experience, we went to uh, this theme park in Me- like outside Memphis or something and rode like Elvis's favorite roller coaster. And because no one was there because it was a theme park in Memphis, they just like kept waving us through and we just went around like 10 times. <laughs> I think Elvis's favorite roller coaster was his life. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, uh, that's a great story. I think we should follow it up with a great game. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's Whitley, do it. Whitley, what do you think? You want to play? I think it's a good idea. So you want to play? Yeah. All right. Good. Affirmative. Affirmative. <laughs> Affirmative. So today's game, uh, it's, it's the second, uh, time we're playing this. It's you down with IDC. <laughs> Let's hear that theme song. That sweet, sweet theme song. We don't have theme songs for anything. We just put them in. We, in we post. retroactively put them in in post. And this one, I'm a little, a little nervous for because the name of the the game is based on a song, and yeah. we've already used that song. Um, we'll figure it out. So the way that this games, this games, the way he says this games works, uh, the way that this game works is uh, you guys are gonna answer some questions. <laughs> you guys are gonna answer some questions. It's uh, the ICD-10, which is the International Classification of uh, Diseases, mm-hmm. and it's basically uh, like how hospitals or uh, EMTs would classify an injury or an illness so that once they get to the hospital, they have like a jumping off point. Right. An example of just like a normal one is uh, V09.2, which is pedestrian injured in traffic. So if someone was hit by a car, uh, hit by a cyclist or something like that, they would just put V09.2 and the hospital would be like, oh, okay, we okay. know what that means. Uh, but there's a lot of weird ones because they, they've made them for a lot of different situations, as you'll see. So, uh, Andy, what are we playing for today? 
play for some uh, some Benjis today. Some Benjis. How does that sound? Sounds great. It's, yeah. all, it's all about the Benjamins. Yeah, I've, I've heard that. Yeah. It's all about the Benjamins. So I'm going to give you two real ones and one fake one that I've right. made up, and you have to tell me which one is the fake one. Okay. Okay? Uh, what? I'd, I'd like to play also, even though I oh, know, yeah. I know and, the one fake one. In this Andy, Andy doesn't know, so he played last time yeah. and, and lost. Only two people have won any of our games. Um, we have like four or five different games. <laughs> just like no, stacked. There's no skill. Andy supporting <laughs> exercise where he has the insider track. Oh no, Andy Andy doesn't win either. We yeah, both play and no well, one wins. Andy usually doesn't play. I'm not playing uh, for the Benjis. This is <laughs> the Benji, just for you. The Benjis are just for, set aside for you. Uh, okay, <laughs> so let's, let's start this off. So remember, two of them are real. One of them I've made up. Mm-hmm. You got to pick out the one that's not real. Number one, You've got Y93.D1, and that's accident while knitting or crocheting, or Y91.B4, which is injury due to laundry, or Y90.14, roller rink as the place of occurrence. Let me see. Let me hear him again. Okay. We've got accident while knitting or crocheting, injury due to laundry, or roller rink as the place of occurrence. Can you have the numbers again? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. You, see, I was wondering if someone's going to pick up on this because you can kind of tell from the numbers and letters sometimes if I've made it up or not. There's Y. <laughs> wait, you really want to hear the numbers? Oh, I want to hear the numbers. <laughs> okay. Y93.D1 accident. Y93.D1. Uh, Y91.B4 or Y90.14. Um, I'm going to go with the laundry. Injury due to laundry? Injury due to laundry. Okay, Andy, what do you think? I'm going to say roller rink. Roller rink was the one that I made ah, up. I uh, how'd you know so. it? It just seems dumb. <laughs> like, hey, injury due to laundry isn't dumb? That seems like that seems possible to me. I, guess, I think there's a ton of injuries at roller rink. I guess the other two When's are the like activities, so the activity makes sense. The loca- like, It doesn't matter where you... Well, there's a lot of I mean? them that are like blank as the place of occurrence. Really? Yeah. yeah. And some of them are weird. Oh, you got I'd, in my head because I thought of the numbers and I was like, oh, if he knew the numbers then he wouldn't he would make one number closer and one number farther. No. So oh, I I'm I'm good at making up some <laughs> fake ones. Uh okay. Number two. W five six dot one one bitten by a sea lion. Z six three dot one problems with the in laws, or <laughs> or y nine three dot eight two injured while relaxing. I think it was problems with the in laws. Problems with the in laws. Too what do you casual. Think? I you know what as like sitcom as problems with the in laws sounds. I'm gonna say relaxing. Injured while relaxing was the fake one. Andy, you were cleaning up. You must know me. You you know my my methods of. I just really need the Benjis. <laughs> the Benjis are not for you. All right. <laughs> okay, last, to get into last and Ray uh, Romano's medical. I'm a mom. I was in my recliner, <laughs> pulled a hammy. Is that like a, is it even just like a, <laughs> they refer you straight to a re, like psychiatrist? Is it an injury or just like, Wait, for what? oh the, man, the, in, the in-laws? problems with the in-laws. Um, like it doesn't mention it, any a, distress whatsoever. Just that's all it says. 
There's a lot of weird ones like that where it's like there couldn't be a possible injury from that. Do you think it's sort of like so then all of Everyone Loves Raymond was sort of like a law and order like ripped from the it's a ripped from the medical history. Yeah, it's it's, it's a dark true story, um, possibly. We interviewed thousands, thousands of Ray Romanos, uh, okay. an army of Ray Romanos. That's terrifying. Wow. It's just a lot of, ah, 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 they're marching. Mom. Uh, okay. This is my rifle. (laughs) (laughs) I might like it, but this one is mine. (laughs) Hello, Raymond. (laughs) Nah. Okay. We like to have world of shit, Raymond. (laughs) I am. In a world of shit. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> one soldier that his brother that has like that World War One like deep sadness, and Rach is like, "Oh, what do you do, Robert? Get back in there, Raymond. Show me your war face." <laughs> the men were dying everywhere. Raymond, <laughs> show me your war face. <laughs> That's not a war face. This is a war face. Ah! <laughs> People are Ray. gonna love this. <laughs> I think we should remake Full Metal Jacket with the cast of uh, Everybody Loves Raymond sans uh, Peter Boyle. Or we could do a hologram Peter Boyle like Tupac. We could reanimate him like... Like Young Young Frankenstein. (laughs) (laughs) All right. People are waiting for number three. (laughs) So last but not least, we've got W60, Contact with Sharp Leaves. <laughs> V96.00XS uh, inhalation of latex and or balloon. I can't read oh. my own handwriting. Uh, or T71.231D asphyxiation due to being trapped in a discarded refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you want to hear them again? It's asphyxiation. There's asphyxiation due to being Swallowing trapped. Swallowing a balloon. Swall- inhalation of latex or and or a balloon. Fetish-based. <laughs> Any specifics? Just and uh, contact with sharp leaves. Contact with sharp leaves. That's the thing that throws me off is some of them are so hyper-specific and some of them are as vague as like yeah. this happened in a roller rink. Uh, I'll say contact with sharp leaves. Contact with sharp leaves? I'm sorry. It's <sighs> in- inhalation of latex and or a balloon is the one I made up. <laughs> I'm good at making these up. Uh, when you, you said like they could either be really specific or vague, there was one that I started to write down because I thought it was really funny, but I crossed it out. That's just T63, unspecified event. <laughs> like, that's, that doesn't help them at all. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's messed up. Yeah, like something happened. He's hurt. <laughs> oh, really? Right. There was a code. Uh, one time when I was a kid, I tried to eat a gusher and a cookie at the same time and choked myself because like one was <laughs> They're like the three stooges trying filled. to get through a door at yeah. the same time. <laughs> it was like gum and food, and I hadn't registered yet that like you couldn't do one's both like, at once. One's chewy, one's crunchy. Yeah. Um, and that was near that's death. That's an odd choice. Yeah. Was it like a, a chocolate cookie? Yeah, chocolate chip cookie and some kind of like gum-filled gusher thing. Oh. Uh. And so I chewed it, but the gum doesn't, like, dissolve, and then all the cookie pieces get trapped in it. So you're just swallowing this giant mass of food that then, like, chokes you. Not going to lie, that sounds disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) It would be one thing if it was, like, a lemon cookie or something. Yeah, like a fruity cookie. Hmm. It sticks out in my mind as, like... Were you a gum swallower? 
No, I I was like a kid and I misjudged the consistency. I was like, I'm going to do an experiment. And then it went horribly wrong. This is going to sound like... Much like young Frankenstein. (laughs) This is going to sound totally wrong, but like... I swallowed a ton of gum as a kid because I couldn't fathom putting something into my mouth and, and not, not swallowing it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it just didn't make sense. I was like, why would you spit it out? <laughs> like you're, that defeats the whole purpose of this. So what did you do when you brushed your teeth? I, like, I eventually understood that you, I had to, Slowly I had to spit yourself. out the toothpaste. But I was a fan of mint. Yeah, it cleans the inside. Is there uh, anything else besides gum and toothpaste? Chewing tobacco, chaw. I had a big thing with Chaw. Oh big God. Chief. The best. The best. Uh. Um, I don't know. Uh, the, but I, surprisingly... Uh, my, sorry, my friend's brother, I went to see him, and um, he, I didn't realize he was dipping, and he walked up to me and, like, like spit, spit all the dip out, and I, like, freaked out. I was like, oh, my God, are you okay? Because I just liquid. saw him spitting, like, gurgling out this black... Li- it's like a sci-fi movie. It's like all his frat brothers were there. He's like at a frat car wash. He made us come to because he had destroyed property and like needed money. Was <laughs> it like, wasn't for charity or no, like a fundraiser. Like, they did just like shake up these beers and then open them and throw them through the ceiling tiles. And so uh, he had for a like. And I thought you were describing the car wash. <laughs> no, the cars they just like barely sprayed water and then we're listening to like hardcore rap in oh, their yes. like pastel shorts. <laughs> I used to like it. put pennies in my mouth, Oof. just to like have the metal taste. The in metallic your mouth? It's, taste. It's like what, like what blood tastes like. So were you mouth. into it? That taste when you lost your tooth? Yeah, <laughs> I've never. I don't know. Yeah, you just like sucking on your jean <laughs> jacket. <laughs> just all the blood, and then it became. Yeah, that was the rest of the day. <laughs> mm, pennies. All right. Um, well, I think that's about all the time we have for the show. Whitley, thank you for coming on. We had yeah. a, we had thank a great you. time. It was a great story. It's always good to catch up, see you again. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, haven't seen you in at least eight hours. Eight hours. <laughs> Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, just uh, ice cold milk is the indie Delicious. team that I'm on. Yeah, polite, delicate improv that we do. And we have a Facebook page where we post uh, when we're going to be f- performing. And then I'm also on an instant team at Reckless right now. So they have shows there 7 p.m. on Tuesdays. Cool. This is going to yeah. come out on Tuesday. So oh, race to your subways, <laughs> to your bikes, to subways. To your <laughs> and they're to off. The, take to the streets. Uh, Andy, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Just because just I'll, I'll plug Garbage Farts. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, that's, that's where we, we had met yesterday. This evening. is where we met Whitley. Yeah. Uh, they are, uh, it's a, a duo that makes uh, comedy videos, and they're, they're good. They're very good. Yeah, it's, it's a fun time. I worked on some of those. Yeah, me too. And they were very what, what nice guys. Um, I did some sound. I did some, like, art stuff. I made their, I made a cake. Oh, yeah? Right? Ah. Yeah. Oh, the yellow one. They it just says, yeah, the like, one. happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, garbage fries, good stuff. And I think uh, future guest Drew Luster uh, is part of that. <laughs> yep. Mike Muttner. Jury's still out. Don't know if he's going to be on. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, uh, I'd like to plug the band SM. They're from. Uh, they're from Canada. They're from Canada. They're from Ontario. And uh, Sam McDougall does the. Uh, he did the the music for the intro that we have on the podcast, and it's it's some of the best songwriting that uh, that I've I've heard out there lately, and it's really good. My uh, current favorite band. Andy's current favorite band. Pheromone Heave is a great album. I founded The Wit Cult. That's a, that's another one. Yeah. 
but yeah, check them out uh, on their Bandcamp. I'll, I'll link it in the description. And really good stuff. Thanks All right, so, so uh, that's it. Uh, we're going to end this like we usually do, where we say... As much as we like talking about injuries. We don't like getting them. And we don't want you to get them either. So stay safe out there. Stay safe out there. Stay safe. Stay safe out there. <laughs> yes. <laughs>